0: Welcome back to another episode of Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And in today's episode, we are going to review and discuss one of our many mutual obsessions, To All the Boys I Loved Before, by Jenny Hahn. I came across this series after seeing the movie on Netflix while recovering from surgery in 2018, and let me tell you, it has stayed a favorite, if you couldn't tell, from my Instagram. Um, I quickly read the three books in three days, and I think it might be one of the very best book-to-movie
1: adaptations I've ever seen. You read the books in three days yes oh my gosh I remember well no that's true I remember when the movie first came out it popped up on my Netflix um you know like the banner and I Mm -hmm. read the synopsis and my friends were like this is way pre-bookstagram and my friends were like oh this looks so cute and I read the synopsis and I saw that it was about like a girl's love letters getting distributed to her like the boys that were in her diary or something along those lines and I was like nope too close to home. That would be terrifying. <laughs> I was like, I can't watch this. So I just like put it off until Bookstagram. And then I don't even remember like how it happened. Was it you? Like was it Alex? Well, I... because Alex loves them. Like she, she, I think she read the books
0: like early because she's a big like Sarah Dessen. She's a classic yeah. YA reader. Um, so she's I think a children's she... book editor. Let's remember yes. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so she liked them. And then – uh, I asked, because when we started doing the the podcast, I, we were doing the romance series and I think I brought it up and um, yes. I was like, it's, it's YA, but and you're like, I haven't seen it yet. And then you watched That's it. it. See?
1: So when you say <laughs> that you, that like, I rub off on you, it's mutual because where would we be if, if we had not read, if I had not, if you had not convinced me to watch these movies and read the books? Oh, I don't know, but I think
0: you'd be missing out on, like, one of the best parts of life.
1: I mean, honestly, Noah, yes, (laughs) I would be missing out on Noah, absolutely. (gasps) Noah, if you're listening, um... I asked him. (laughs) I was like, we're filming a podcast. (laughs) We're pretty cool. I'm pretty sure your DM got lost amongst all the teeny boppers.
0: (laughs) I'm sure he'll get back to me. (laughs) I feel like he probably doesn't enjoy talking about his character because I feel like Peter Kavinsky has like really taken on a life of its own. Um, For sure.
1: But honestly, the more I observe Noah in his everyday life, I feel like he really does embody a little bit of PK. I think he does. It's a very accurate, it's like a perfect role for him.
0: Yeah. So we're going to get into all of that because for now we are going to be keeping... Today's discussion, spoiler free, for those of you who have not read the books yet or seen the movie. But if you haven't, I really like. I feel like this movie is like everywhere. So even if you haven't read the books, you have to have seen the movie. But in case you haven't, um, there are some differences between them. So we hope you'll come back and join us for our spoiler discussion immediately following this episode.
1: Yeah, and this will be a little bit different than you know we usually do when we do these review episodes. We do. Um, a spoiler free and then a spoiler but what will be different about these is we're going to incorporate the movies as well as the books so you're yeah. it's really like a four for two <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm trying to think of like a clever way of saying that and there's no nope. there's none there's none no I, why is like a wendy's commercial coming to mind because like they have them. four for four is that like four nuggets for $4? No, That's like a four dollars no you get four
1: you get four items off of the like Men i don't know like they're for four, four menu and then it's four dollars wendy's if you're listening we are interested in a sponsorship yeah please uh, <laughs> please <laughs> wendy's is my favorite fast food
0: <laughs> mine too their yeah, chicken fun. nuggets are the best their fries are not that good but the chicken nuggets are bomb
1: i like their fries i the only wendy's was 45 minutes away from my house and it was next to the mall and like every friday we would my friend and i would drive 45 minutes just to get Wendy's and then maybe go to the mall.
0: The whipped coffee trend, the Dalgona, is that how you say it? The TikTok coffee that like took over the world. I thought everybody was like making homemade Frosties. And I was like, this sounds
1: genius. I'm just going to quickly tell you, I have tried that coffee. I tried it yesterday finally. And it is, I cannot, one, I cannot get it to look like, so fluffy and like that's not a word but you know what I mean I can't get it to do that two it's does not taste good it's um it's too sweet I I want I like the idea See, I think it's it. too bitter so maybe well, it depends on the instant coffee that you use
0: Maybe. I have like Lindsay, Lindsay draws it again, who made our fabulous logo, sent me some because Nick is a coffee snob and wouldn't let me purchase instant coffee. Oh um, sorry, Nicholas. So Lindsay sent me some and I made it yesterday pilgrim style with my pilgrim my hand style. and my whisk. <laughs> and it took a very long time. Not as long as I was anticipating. Um and I liked the texture, but it's just like two tablespoons of sugar is way too sweet for me. I normally drink my coffee just with a splash of creamer or whatever. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, does Lara drink, Jean drink coffee? I'm trying to find a way to bring us back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. Sorry. We'll no, it's okay. Well, I guess here's how we bring it back. People obsessed over this coffee like we have obsessed over these books. Like there, were, there was a time... And the movies. There was a time I think on Instagram where collectively there was not one thing in my stories that didn't revolve around Peter Kavinsky. I like don't think Phoebe. So. We started a support group. Yeah, there's a playlist. Yes, a <laughs> like, playlist. I will we we'll share the playlist because I that playlist is still my. Vibe. It John is actually so the other good. day he said, "Can you play the Peter Kavinsky support group playlist?"
0: And it's I was our like, like yes, it's I our can. It's our, like, favorite thing to put on when we're cooking. Um, but I am also wearing my Peter Kavinsky T-shirt right now. <sighs> I need one. Um, you, you do. I'll send you one. It's great. Um, it's also very comfy. Um, but, yeah, I it definitely, like, I well, I watched the movie the first time I saw it. Like, I read the three books in three days, but I watched the movie four times in
1: three days when it first came out. And then, I think I did the same. I think I watched it over and over again, and then I just... I've only done that with one other movie, and it was the first Pitch Perfect movie. That was it. That's, that's the only movie. That's my dad's favorite movie. I love that. <laughs>
0: um, okay, if you don't know what To All the Boys I Love Before is, it is a YA novel about Lara Jean Song Covey, a high school junior who writes love letters but never sends them. She writes letters when she has crushes so intense she has to let the feelings go. She's never had a boyfriend, but loves romance novels. And at the beginning of the school year, her letters are mysteriously mailed out to the boys. (laughs) And it hijinks ensue. I think we mentioned, I don't know if we mentioned in the romance series, but it has like, like sort of like the fake dating trope. um, Yeah. And she,
1: she has to come up with a plan of how she can survive high school essentially knowing that her love letters have gone out to all these boys and it's it's a fantastic premise although i was seriously scarred from the fact that like if this happened to me i don't know if i could be as strong as Lara Jean. like she really she really
0: i know. You know i think what it would have been it's not like the whole school didn't
1: know it's just like those five guys got them but which is really Um, mature of the guys in this situation because can you remember being 16 and like I'm sorry but like 90% of the boys that I went to school with when we were 16 would have absolutely told everybody if they got a love letter sent to their house yeah I I didn't even think about that aspect until you just said that it's hard to do this as a non-spoiler because you know, there's just so much to talk about. So I think what we're going to kind of try to focus on here in this episode is just why this is the perfect YA book, series, movies. You know, why this is what we chose to make these review episodes on in our YA series because of how um, Jenny Han was able to embody everything that makes YA a comfort and a digestible escapism mm-hmm. you know kind of kind of genre and book for us and this is everything that we were saying in our first episode rings true with these books
0: yeah I think I remember when I reviewed them for the first time I like because the writing is nothing to write home about you know it's a YA yeah. book and it's written like a true YA book in the sense that its audience is I think meant to be high schoolers for sure absolutely um, and it's very relatable. It's re- it's Lara Jean's perspective. And she feels it's, it does feel like you're reading her diary, but it's not like an epistolary novel. Um, But it, what I love about it so much, and I've, I think I've mentioned this in episodes before, but it feels so relatable in, and like, not like in a cheesy way at all. Like, I mean, I read those books when I was 24, Mm -hmm. 25, and um, I didn't, like, I didn't roll my eyes once at anything that happened, which I think is really rare for adults reading, um, because you're still like, oh my god, like, we have the hindsight to look back on in high school, but I wouldn't even say that the characters are incredibly mature,
1: No I think I, I think what's so cool is what she's able to do is Jenny Han's able to do is you sometimes you have YA books that are um the author as an adult is inserting their own maturity into the book even when they try not to so it's like you've got a high school perspective but there's this Unexplainable tie to maturity and things that are bigger than you, and all that, that kind of just comes into it. And so, it's like an author trying to write like a teenager.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, on the flip side, you've got a book that reads so juvenile that it's um, something that an adult reading it can't relate to. And I feel like Jenny Han was able to take the best of both those camps and write a true teenage novel like for teenagers about teenagers and yet somehow not turn away an adult audience with the way that she's able to it felt feels I've never read a book where you are actually feel like you're being transported into that time in your own life
0: yeah and you're not having like secondhand embarrassment or something like yeah yeah Yeah, exactly I don't know I I feel like um, my favorite thing about this series is like what people relate it to um mm-hmm. i don't think cassidy has read it because i would love to know what food she would relate it she to. always
1: does that she <laughs> always is like
0: it's like i a, think she said the bromance book club was uh craft mac and cheese like classic comforting um
1: yeah Ooh, i want to think of what, what what food do you what food do you give it
0: i i mean i think it's like the perfect chocolate chip cookie like fresh oh, out of the
1: oven. I see what you did there. I think I would agree. I think it's like a um, vanilla like, cupcake.
0: With yeah, or like fettuccine frosting. alfredo. Ooh, funfetti. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, or like fettuccine alfredo, like just as like warm and wonderful as you want it to be, but um, you can't have too much of it because. Oh, <laughs> well, that's not true. You can have. I, you can definitely have this. There's a great article that I read that I sent to Ashley and Alex in our Peter Kavinsky support group um, that uh, equates to all the boys I loved before as being like comfort food. It's like emotional, yeah, emo- comfort emotional food. comfort food. Yeah. Um, and I, they had quotes from women from all walks of life and all ages um, about why this movie and but the books are so loved and i think there's someone in there she says like oh I, I can put it on when i'm doing my laundry or cleaning and it's just like the most comforting background noise but then you can also sit down and get really engaged in it and mm-hmm. i feel the same way about the books that like when i they're like i don't know i don't i, I don't want to be that, so cheesy be like they're like coming home um but they're just really like they make you feel good, even though there's some really, like, difficult things that occur in them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's a very true high school experience. I mean, I will say, I think they definitely read true YA. So if you're yeah. somebody, and not everybody likes YA, um, so if you're somebody that usually, you know, wants things to feel really realistic and bigger than you and... Um, not simplistic i guess you these may not be the books for you we're not saying that like everybody in the world will want to pick up these books for someone that d- i do enjoy reading ya i do like it i do think you can learn a lot from ya i think this is this is a very classic ya series um i think the movie would be more universal than the books in this case mm-hmm. i think more people would like the bo- the movies than they would the books Um,
0: The movie, I feel like, is a little bit more realistic, whereas the books mm -hmm. do have, like, because there's, like, rose-colored glasses over them at some points. Um, But I think, like, that's why I think it's such a good adaptation, because they took the best parts of the books and, like, put them on screen in, like, such a real way. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, I
1: don't know, the cast is phenomenal. I think Lana Condor's portrayal of Lara Jean is phenomenal I think she does Mm -hmm. a phenomenal job I was just re-watching the movie before we started we sat down to record this and I think I mean every scene she just blows me away with how fantastic she feels to how true it feels to Lara Jean how true it feels to being that age and going through that things I think she does a great job
0: I wonder um when they were filming have you ever seen Clueless yes um when they filmed that, they did that on a really short, condensed schedule, and Alicia Silverstone was in every single scene. So she was like worked to the bone and like was really valuable and I think like that movie wouldn't be what it is without Alicia's um portrayal of Cher. Mm-hmm. And I feel really similarly about uh Lana as Lara yeah. Jean. She's in every single season is in almost every single scene. There's we get a couple kitty moments. Um, Who is, uh, by the way, my favorite character? Oh god, she's the best. She's even I think she's even feistier in the books, which is like saying something. Um, but yeah, I think Lana does such a good job of bringing the audience into large Like it is not easy to show so much externalized emotion. Um, yeah. And she does such a good
1: job, which oh
0: I wanna discuss more, but I'm trying so
1: hard to not. I know. Well um, let's just talk generally about um I guess the sisters. We mentioned Kitty, we mentioned Oh yeah Lara Jean, and then there's Margot.
0: Um so uh,
1: Margo? Is it Margot or Margot? Margot,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Alexandra at The Bookish Glow and Carrie from Lines I Underline, they both read this series earlier this year, and they read important books like they 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 read classics almost every year they're very passionate about classics and I took it as a huge compliment (laughs) that they compared um to all the boys I loved before to little women in the sense of like the sisters relationships so Mm -hmm. Lara Jean is the middle sister um and obviously in little women there's the four sisters and I, when they made that comparison, I definitely would have to agree because there's such, like, a wonderful sisterhood between the Covey girls um, that we don't really get to see a lot of. Because we do have, like, um, a mean girl in this series, and Lara Jean doesn't have, like, a big group of friends. Like, she's not a popular yeah. girl. So we do have some of those, like, classic YA tropes. Um but her sisters they just have such like they do so much together they bake they have like they craft
1: together I really um, like that element to the story like I really liked how there are a lot and in the books like throughout it's not just you know this love story it's also a lot about family and all that and I wish I could tell you that I'm, I'm going to get so much, <laughs> so much, uh, I don't know if it's hate or disappointment or what, but I've never read Little Women and I've never seen the movie, like the new one that just came out, did not see it um oh, it's
0: so good Florence I know. Pugh as Amy is so good I just can't believe you haven't even seen like the 94 movie because like you I grew know. up in Massachusetts and it takes place in Massachusetts I know
1: I have I do know so I haven't read the book I haven't seen any of the movies but I have watched the musical one of my really good friends in real life was in it and she played the oldest sister
0: Meg the one that marries the
1: soldier yes that one,
0: or, um, or the he he becomes a soldier. He does enlist. Um. Uh, yeah, Little Women has a very special place in my heart. It was my first show that I did in college. Um, oh, yeah. I love the '94 film, um, but like how Little Women is. Uh, someone said, "Oh, I wish I could remember who." It probably. I think it's not like anyone we know. It's like an important person. Um, Oh, wow. It might even actually have been, you know what I mean, like a famous person. Everyone, if you're my friend, I love you and you're all important. Um, I think actually it was Louisa May Alcott who may have said, or maybe it was Greta Gerwig, I don't know, that um, little women shows the everyday life of a woman and it's there's no like epic... Like battle or wars to be won, uh, except like the war within ourselves and our war against like society and like the this constraints that society places on women. And so I, I feel that. like similarly to all the boys I loved before is a quiet story. Yeah, I mean, what's wonderful is that Lara Jean is um, uh, she's half Korean. Um, So we get to see her Korean heritage and there's that is represented and um, because Jenny Han herself is Korean and um, but no one's trying to save the
1: world in this book. Yeah it's all very it's all it's very quiet like you said like it's very but it's still about just right it's about well because that's I think that's what that's what makes it so perfect is that the entire story is about her high school experience. The whole series follows her through high school, and the big moments are the moments that are really big when you're 16 and 17 years old. And I'm now really interested in and in picking up some of other some of Jenny Han's other books. Like I know Alex, the summer I Turned pretty is one of her favorite series. Yeah,
0: I read the first one, and they're all actually free on Scribd if you have a Scribd subscription um, or oh, if you're great. doing the free trial. So I bought um, I, I bought the first one, and I think I'm going to finish them on Scribd because I didn't love the first one as much as I like. Like, I'm okay having, like, if I don't have a completed set. Um, it's very different in tone. Um, Interesting. And Belly, the main character, is very different from Lara Jean. It's a little... I wouldn't say grittier, because it still is a true YA novel, but the themes just feel really different, and all of the characters are really different, which, I mean, right, that's a good thing for a writer. They should write a new story every time, um, but it, awesome. I didn't connect to Belly the same way I connected to Lara Jean, but it end the when it ended, I was like, I want to continue, you know,
1: Oh, good. Yeah, I have got it. It's like something I probably want to read in the summertime. I feel like summer is really good for YAs, and they're Uh-oh. short. They're like less than three hundred pages. That's the other thing that I love about it. I'm like, I'm like, I've read five books in the past <laughs> week and a half, and it's because they're all YA. Yeah. Um, but I think that's pretty much all we can say now in a in the spoiler-free episode, yeah. other than we do want to mention it is ya it is very light but there are some heavy things that are talked about um just to quickly um lay out some uh content and trigger warnings laura laura jean's mom and um, passed away when she was young and and in the book it's a pretty traumatic and sudden death mm-hmm. um so please be cautious of that um and there. um There is cyberbullying and, um, like, slut-shaming and and a little bit of, like, uh, cyberbullying in a sexual context. Yeah. I guess would be the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, those I think would be the big ones. Is there anything else? I know I don't think so. Um, I said, before we started recording this, I said
0: to Ashley that I was like, they don't mention, I mean, it's not a spoiler, like, her mother has passed away when she was younger, um, and I, when I reread the series before we were going to record this, I totally forgot the how Lara Jean's mother died, and I was like, it just like kind of is thrown in there. Um,
1: yeah, it's not in the it's, it's not in the movie. Yeah, and so I do think that that's important to mention. I'm really excited to talk more about each of the individual characters yes. and get into some of the big plot points. Yes. So <laughs> uh, I think. It's time that we move into spoilers. So mm-hmm. tune into the episode immediately following this one where we're going to discuss the books and the movies, what we wish would have happened, which we what we wish would have made it into the movies, and our hopes for what's going to happen in the final movie when that comes out.
0: And if you don't want anything spoiled um, – Go to Netflix right now, turn on the movie, and enjoy it. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes, exactly. We hope that you'll join us next week for a new episode in our YA series. It's going to be a really fun one. Uh, This series has been so fun to do. Um, And as always, make sure you leave a review and a rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.
1: Original music by Jake Thorne. Original artwork by Lindsay Huckabee. You can find Lindsay on Instagram at Lindsay Draws It Again or on Etsy at Lindsay Draws Co. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read it or list it Pod. All rights reserved 2020.